Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. pray for faith, He will increase your faith. But what that means is you're going to have to be in some situations that require you to exercise your faith. You're going to have to work really, really hard. And if we want our faith to be built, then our faith is going to need to be exercised, and God will give us opportunities. And when He does that, He will also enable us to endure. He'll enable us, you know, He he will deepen our faith. He will prove Himself to us. He'll show Himself mighty on our behalf. Today, Pastor Robert will both encourage you and warn you that God will give you what you ask for. If you ask God for patience, He doesn't wave a magic wand over you and presto, you have more patience. If you ask for patience, God will allow situations into your life where you can grow in being patient. So be careful what you ask the Lord for. He may give it to you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. There's nothing wrong with, with prayer that causes growth in you. Again, edification, meaning it's constructive, it it builds up the person praying. Is there anything wrong with that? No, James tells us, build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. He He gives a little bit of a recipe there in James, and it includes this very thing. I believe it includes praying in tongues. If 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 that's a gift that the Lord has given you, and, and if it, if not, there's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, I, I'd really like that. You know, I need I need some building up. I need something. I need my faith needs to be built. My faith needs to be worked on and it, it deepened, and I, I I want that. Now, be careful when you ask for that, because what that's going to require of you is that that you walk through some difficult things that require faith. So you need to know that going into it. It's kind of like praying for patience, you know. He will give you patience. If you pray for faith, he will increase your faith. But what that means is you're going to have to be in some situations that require you to exercise your faith. You're going to have to work really, really hard. And if we want our faith to be built, then our faith is going to need to be exercised, and God will give us opportunities. And when he does that, he will also enable us to endure. He'll enable us, you know, he, he will deepen our faith. He will prove himself to us. He'll show himself mighty on our behalf. And a big part of that quite often is this gift of tongues. There's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, I, you know, I, I, that would be cool. I'd like to have that. And I believe if you ask for it, he'll give it. I don't see anything in the scripture that indicates, you know, he would withhold it from you. I don't see anything in Scripture that indicates that this gift went away at some point. 
But as he goes on here, he, he says in verse 5, I wish you all spoke with tongues. Now, he wouldn't say that if he didn't mean it. You understand this is in the Bible? This is Scripture. But he goes on. He says, but even more that you prophesied, for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. So, again, notice he's talking about within the church, within the context of, you know, we've got a bunch of people gathered together. He says, if I have a choice between somebody, you know, speaking in tongues in, in this public gathering and somebody, you know, speaking out a clear, easily understood message from the Father, that's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. What he's doing here is making it clear that he prefers substance over show. Can you see that? He says, substance. Give me something that I can, you know, understand, something I can do something with, rather than a circus. Any day of the week. And quite often that's what we have. When we have the public expression of the gift of tongues, quite often what we have is just a, it's just a show. Now, he says, now, if, if, the, if there's an interpretation, and well, okay, then that's, that's different. But otherwise, just... But he goes on in verse 6. He says, but now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you? It's redundant, I know. He's repeating himself, but he's making his case emphatically here. And it's, it's like me saying to you, listen, think about it like this. What if I get up here and for a half an hour I'm speaking in tongues? Is that doing you any good? No. Not doing you a bit of good. Now, I'll walk out of here feeling a lot better. You understand? Because I'm being built up. My spirit is just communing directly with the Father. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be feeling great. I'm going to be doing well when I walk out. But the rest of you are going to be like, what was that about? Why did he do that? He's, and, and that's Paul's point. He says, unless I speak to you either by revelation, you know, I, I hear something from the Lord and I share it with you, or, or knowledge, a, a word of knowledge from God, or, or prophetically and by prophesying or by teaching. He's like, it's just a waste of time. I'm just up here. You know, I could have done that at home in my prayer closet. I didn't need to subject you to it. That's, that's what he's communicating. And then he says, even things without life, whether flee. He goes into the whole idea of a musical instrument. You know, if somebody gets up here with a, you know, Carl Padilla plays the violin. You know, he get, every so often he'll be... A, but if he just got up here and he's playing the same note over and over and over again, you know, that's a, that's a beautiful instrument. But that would be obnoxious after about five minutes of it, right? Just the same note. You know, we'd all be throwing stuff at him. And again, he uses the illustration of the trumpet. You know, he's, he's, he says... If the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? So again, understanding that he's not saying tongues is a bad thing. He's talking about context. It, it has its place. It, it is beneficial to the individual. It's a blessing from God. It is a gift. And it's okay to want it. It's okay, you know, the expression of it in the proper context you know, the proper place, the proper time, absolutely, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. But 
He says, verse 13, Therefore let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. And we talked about that a minute ago. What's the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit, and I'll also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. When I first became a Christian, the church that I attended, you know, you'd, you'd have people singing in tongues. And, and it was pretty in the worship time. It was, it was a pretty thing, you know, but it, it was great for them. But for the rest of us, again, it was like, what, 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 are, what are they singing? None of us knew, including them. Which is, again, a rich thing in your, can be a rich thing in your own worship time. But none of the rest of us are really able to join in and participate. So why would it be a part of public worship? You know what I mean? Do you understand that worship and prayer, these are not intended by God to be spectator sports? It's not something that we watch. It's something that, that we are supposed to be engaged in. If, if you find yourself on a, on a Saturday night or Sunday morning, whatever, you're just sitting out there watching the worship team, you're missing the point. If you're just listening to worship music, you're missing the point. It's supposed to allow you, you know, and prompt in you a response. It's, it's supposed to assist you in opening your heart to the one who died for you. Opening your heart to the one who loves you that much. It's something you're supposed to engage in. And he says, otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who occupies a place of the uninformed say amen at your giving of thanks, since he, who does not under, he, do, he doesn't understand what you say? For you indeed give thanks well, but the other is not edified. Now, one point of confusion about the gift of tongues, this is you know, making reference to, if you will, a lot of times... In that first church I was involved in, somebody would speak in, in tongues, and maybe there would be a, someone would try to get, you know, would give an interpretation, but it would come out in the, in the form of a, a prophetic statement, you know, thus saith the Lord. Well, that's not an interpretation of the, of the tongue, because he's made it clear over and over again when a man speaks in an unknown tongue, he's speaking to God, he's not speaking to men. Prophecy is directed toward people. Prayers directed toward God. And what this is telling us is that tongues is always prayer. It's always prayer. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert 
and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.